Welcome to the Intentional Coach Podcast, where we bring you the heart and soul in sports. With your hosts, Brad Perry and Tanner Perry. Now, from the backwoods of East Tennessee, two knuckleheads to help you navigate the field, the mat, the court, and the track. Hey, I got this uh, email the other day. said, uh, hey, Coach Perry, we appreciate everything you do. Uh, you're doing a good job, blah, blah, blah. They're just, you know, flattery there. And then uh, toward the end of it, it said, there is this one thing we'd like to talk to you about. Would you please quit sharing so much information? We uh, have so much going on, and you're telling us so much, we can't keep up with all of it. That's never happened. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Intentional Coach Podcast. This is Coach Perry. I'm here with Coach T, and we're going through a series uh, basic instincts of coaching, and today we're going to focus on communication. Uh, communicate everything. Coach T, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. It's rainy here in East Tennessee, though, and Coach T forgot to turn the notifications off on his phone. I did turn the do not disturb on, and it still <laughs> rings. Still disturbing. So, uh, Coach T, everything's going good? Good. Good so far. So we're in far? a nice little uh, new room. We're in a new, uh, I guess you'd. We, we're going to call it a studio, although that might be a something like that. Yeah, that might be a stretch. Well, it will be a studio at some point, maybe. Yes, this is our <laughs> first first run in the new space, so uh, we're excited about everything that's going on here at the FCA Training Center. So, uh, communication, Coach T, um, communicate everything. How do you, how do you communicate with your players, coaches, and athletes? Sometimes well, sometimes not so well. Sometimes well. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the case with all of us. Uh, you know, I've never got that email. Please stop sharing information. But I have, uh, on several occasions, been told that I need to share more information. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so let's talk about some some ways. I mean, the key is you got to find a way. Uh, any any particular thing that you use to help communicate information? Um, I try to use like. <sighs> Like, uh, I know from, from our wrestling team, we use a thing called band app, um, which is basically just a separate, like Facebook kind of page. You can post video or videos and photos and updates and all kinds of stuff. Um, there's some other, other options out there. I know, uh, I think Microsoft has a few little options like that that are very similar. Um, but just the main thing is try to keep and i i'm not preaching this cuz i'm this is something that i'm definitely working on um try to um yeah i mean just try to post often i think that usually helps with me if i if i make sure that i'm like trying to post some information every day cuz i'm always there's always new information it feels like there's always new especially this day and age yes yeah, especially right now. Right now. Well, really, the last two years. Right. Uh, I, I mean, I think one of the keys is find one major avenue. I know for me, I have tried, uh, you know, we're going to send out group texts. We're going to do band. We're going to do group me. We're going to do social media, all 23 of those platforms. Uh, and then I forget where I posted or somebody, you know, so, so now it is – we're sending out a group text and we're posting it on the Facebook page. Everybody needs to be in one of those two spaces instead of yeah. catering to 123 yeah. different places. Um, 
And I think another key is having conversations. You know, uh, when, uh, you know, with our with our team, when parents come to pick up their kids because we have a little clubs, little kids club, it's just, just having conversation with the parents. Hey, here's what we got coming up. Uh, here's what's going on. That's what a lot of people I feel like nowadays have lost a little bit. Yes. I mean, you know, back in the old days, there was no, you know, interwebs and all that stuff. So (laughs) it was, it was mouth, it was face to face. It was, um, telling that information to their face and personally. And that's not a bad way to communicate. Absolutely not. I I think Mm -hmm. it's a real good way to communicate if you do it well. Um, and, and you know, a couple keys to doing it well is when you're having, when you're in the middle of a conversation, be in the conversation. Yeah, uh, nothing grinds my gears more than talking to somebody and they're looking down on their phone. Uh, and I know sometimes you get stuff and you got to look at it and you got you know, mm-hmm. the, you know, our life is filled with interruptions. But you know, if you're in a conversation, be in the conversation. Look people in the eye, um, and, and have honest, open dialogue and give the information to the people who need the information. Um, here, here's a, a really good rule, though: you can't over communicate. No, I mean that's that's something that you, you just. Hey, I wish coach would quit giving us information. That that's never going to happen. Uh, so so you got to make sure that you do it. Uh, communicate with your teams, your athletes. Um, I wish I would have done this better when I was you know a head coach um, at a school. Uh, is is have team meetings. Set them down and just say, hey, here's what we're going to do today. Here's why we're going to do it. Here's how we're going to do it. Now let's go do it. Um, and then at the end, here's what you need for tomorrow, or here's what you need for the next game. Uh, hey, here's the schedule for the next month, and and have those have those team meetings. Um, they won't tell their parents. No, no, that will no. <laughs> you can never rely on that. No. I've made that mistake a few times. Yes. <laughs> yeah, more than a few. Yeah, that's uh, we're leaving at four o'clock. Just telling athletes that typically. The ones who don't drive end up coming yes. in at four fifteen, or they don't show up at all. Yeah, exactly, because uh, they didn't tell their parents, um, and and the parents didn't have the information. So we got to figure out how to do that better, uh, and just communicate to the athletes, but also communicate beyond the athletes. Um, I do this a lot. I don't know if you do. This. I just assume that people know what I know. Oh, I'm so bad. Like I'll answer text, and like I've had this whole conversation in my head. And I answer text, and people are like, uh, what? <laughs> They're like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you, you're on a different question here. And yeah, no, that happens all the time. Yeah, I, it happens to me, too. I just assume everybody knows since school's out today, we won't have practice, or practice time will be at a different time. Right. Because it's just common sense if we get out at 12. For you, it's common sense. For other people, they're like, I don't know. We need to be told what to do. Yeah. So, so if you don't communicate that, then, then, you know, it ain't, it ain't your athlete's fault that they don't show up because you just assumed they knew exactly what you know. And that's just not the case. No, I think that's, I mean, I think that's pretty common. I mean, it may be, it's just me and you. I don't know. Well, we, we do have. A severe case of adult ADD. Severe. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, that probably. Years of football and wrestling and kickboxing doesn't. Yeah, and just being dumb don't help either. Well, that would, yeah, that would, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. 
So so don't assume that people know what you know. You got to be able to to be able to communicate the the things that need to be communicated with the people who need to know the information. Um, you got any things that you do specifically? I know you use the band app. I do use the band app. Um, you have team meetings after practice. You gather everybody. Yeah, up almost practice. every day. There's 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 days where it's like like for instance, yesterday I had some like a bunch of kids that had to leave early, and it's like by the end of practice we end at six, and by the end of practice everybody's like already kind of scattered and i'm like ah, it's okay <laughs> whatever so but somebody's mo- not gonna show up prepared today uh, yeah exactly <laughs> so so um but like nine times out of ten yeah we'll sit them down um and just hey any, anybody got any questions about the day usually i like to um and this is probably more a team morale kind of thing than um maybe maybe communicating information um, but always try to make them give me a positive about the day um, or a positive about practice. Either one is fine. Um, well, that's good communication, too, because in a sense they're telling you if practice was beneficial. Right, right, right. Or f- effective. Anyway. Well, and communication doesn't always have to be relaying orders or here is what it, you know, here's our plan. Here's, which is fine. It's great. You need to communicate that. But communication could also be like, here's how you address difficult situations yeah. a difficult home life a difficult um you know for us difficult weight cuts or different you know whatever hard things in sports and one of the things I, I i forget and i think a lot of people do is communication's a two-way street it isn't just me getting giving information it's also me receiving and understanding information uh so so that little you know that little experiment that you do at the end of practice hey give me one positive is you receiving that information, not necessarily just giving it. Almost every time I make a post on Band App, I have at least one or two wrestlers that are like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't see it." Then I have five. They're like, "It was on Band. He posted it." And <laughs> they're like, "Well, don't Band, and they it, don't see Band." Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and it and it's hard if if people aren't receiving the information if they're not looking for the information. Yeah, and I think that's part of the communication thing is is stressing how important it is that they, in your case, check band. In my case, that they, you know, turn the notifications on to the Facebook page. So when we post something, uh, it pops up and, and you can look at it. And if you don't, then, you know, we tried to communicate the best we could, but you got to receive the communication. And that goes in the, the other direction. Hey, Coach, I'm not going to be at practice tomorrow because i got a doctor's appointment and I wasn't listening. Uh, yeah but they sent me a text and i didn't open it so now i'm mad because they're not at practice and it they did the best they could to communicate that Uh, that does happen to me quite a bit but i don't ever get mad because i usually if i don't answer back i usually still see it and i'm like okay and then i tuck it in there and then that's fine they they go (laughs) not saying that's a good good thing to do but um you know how you approach it I think. yeah so understanding that it's a two-way street i gotta i gotta receive that information so mm-hmm. i need to be present in those conversations uh, if i'm you know in three different places at one time in my mind then i'm probably not going to get the information i need which i imagine is very common for coaches <laughs> very common because there's so many things going on it's hard um I mean, well and it's just like i tell my athletes like when you're in competition you have to be in that competition and we kind of have to follow the same 
same thing. I mean, it's like when we're in practice, we got to be in practice. Yeah, when you're communicating, whether that's the parents or your athletes. Right. Or your coaching staff. I mean, you know, some of our coaches have full staffs. You know, you, you got to be in that conversation. You got to be there. I, I One of the things I, I did a lot is, you know, I would have practice plans. And I, I'm really – I really lean on writing stuff down. If I don't write it down, chances are real high I don't remember it. Um, so I would just make a list, you know, make a list. I got it, I got it, you know, in my practice plan. Here's, here's the announcements. Um, stick up a whiteboard somewhere in your locker room or your practice room. Uh, hey, here's the announcements for this week. Here's what jersey we're wearing. Here's what time we're leaving. Right. Uh, turn in your physical forms. Uh, they see it. They ignore it a lot of times, but you've given them every opportunity to get the information that they need. I think. Well, and that's all we can do. That's, I mean, that's, you know, we can, I I tell my kids all the time, you can control what you can control. And as coaches, what we can control is the information that we put out. Yeah. And communication really, it affects our relationships. Yeah. So, you know, we, we always have a big parents meeting before the season starts and we we're honest in that meeting that, Hey, th- this is a tough sport. I'm a hard coach. Uh, your kid may get their nose busted at some point during wrestling practice. Oh, uh, uh, yes. <laughs> D- don't get all crazy. Just know we love them, and that's part of it. But if I don't communicate honest, hey, here's what you need to expect as a parent. Right. And be honest. Don't sugarcoat it or fluff it up or make it something that it's not. Um, hey, here's what here's what you can expect. You know, and every sport has its, you know, has its wrinkle. Every sport has, you know, something. You know, baseball, you you might get hit with a ball. Yeah, of course. Uh, you take a short hop, comes up and gets you. Um, you know, I mean, some of them are obvious, but some of them aren't as obvious. Um, you know, swimming, swimmers here. Oh, I get that. I used to get that so bad. I still do occasionally. Yours isn't called swimmers here. It's more like drowning ear it is it's really bad coach t swims terribly yeah not as bad as he plays basketball though no basketball's the worst it is the worst i throw it over the goal yeah can't help it shaquille o'neal breaks the backboard when he dunks and coach t breaks the backboard when he shoots a free throw it's too strong <laughs> oh i don't think that's the case too strong oh uh, that was a rabbit trail all right, so so we we need to make sure. Hey, you can't over communicate. Communicate with your parents. Have a parents meeting. Send out, um, send out an email. I mean, with FCA, I, and I stole this idea from an entrepreneur named Tim Ferris. I send out. We call it FCA Monday Matters, and it's just four or five little bullet points of here's what's going on. Here's what we're doing. Here's what we've done. Here's who we've seen. Uh, real easy, you know. Write it out, five little points that you need to communicate this week. I made a group in my email, and it just goes out to all of them. I top out FCA Monday Matters, send. It goes out to a couple hundred people in one push of the button, uh, and it just gets you information out that needs to be out to the people who need to hear it. Um, be present in conversations. Anything else, Coach T? Um, I think a big one that goes with all this, especially with new coaches and, and, and all of us that are, you know, we're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to slip it up. But I think 
it goes, I think coaching in general goes back to making sure that you care about those kids and you care about the parents of those kids. Um, and when you do that, you'll have opportunities to fix problems and fix mistakes. And yeah, when they're a little, yeah, exactly. There'll be a little bit of grace maybe there. Not that that's a, you know, something we rely on. We, we try to get better every time and fix every mistake. But, um, when, when we truly care about the kids and, and their parents and their well being and their interests and their goals and all this stuff, then it creates a relationship. Um, and that, that's our goal, I think, is to create men, good, positive men and women and, and care for these kids. Yeah. And, and you got to communicate that care. Yes, absolutely. I mean, so, so how do you communicate that? I think a lot of it's through your actions. Um, yeah. uh, I don't, I, I, that's, that's a hard one for me to answer. Cause it's, it's like, um, you know, for me, it's just, yeah, I just care about the kids. Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think some of that can be, evidence says that some of that is visible or enough of that is visible for, to convince, but yeah, I don't know. What, what What's your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I, I think it depends on personality. Everybody's personality is going to be a little bit different of how they show right. care and communicate it uh, from person to person. I, I know for me, um, I, I use a phrase, a word, a touch, and a smile. You know, say something nice to somebody. Uh, look them in the eye when you do it. Smile at them. Every time I smile at somebody, well, there's a couple people, but most people I smile at, they smile back. They say, ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and then just an appropriate touch, you know. Um, and, and because a lot of our athletes aren't getting those things. And, and that's a good way of communicating that thing. Right. One of the things we've done over the years, and we've talked about this on previous pod, podcasts, is is our kids would get nicknames. Oh, and, yeah. Love and, nicknames. And it was, you know, not in a negative nickname most of the time. Negative way, but, you know, we've had ham bone and country boy and lunchbox and we biscuits. Got, we got a new one. Mailman. Ma- mailman. Mailman. Love it. That's the <laughs> best nickname, Mailman. It's I great. like Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Lunchbox is great, too. Yeah. Hambo- We've had some good ones. Yeah. So, you know, you, and that's just a way of, hey, you know, we're beyond, you know, just calling you by your name. Well, and it's also looking at, at, at that team, at that sports team as a family, not just a group of individuals. Yeah, and a lot of the nicknames is we know you well enough. I mean, Lunchbox nickname, Of course. I mean, we we'll tell this story without you know revealing who Lunchbox is, but some of y'all will know. But Lunchbox come in as a freshman, and he was going to be our 152 pounder. Um, and the first preseason that he played football, uh, so the first preseason he come in to check his weight, and you know I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna be at 152. Uh, he stepped up on the scale, and the scale did not say 152. No, it did not. <laughs> And he basically just sat down on the bench in the locker room and immediately started crying because <laughs> he didn't realize uh, Doritos and donuts weighed that much. Oh, and they weighed a lot. They did. He wrestled most of that season at 220 and 185-ish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wrestling guys much bigger than him. Yes. And that's where Lunchbox come from. Biscuits is another one. He, you know, come in with. Oh, Biscuits is the best. Come in with a pan of homemade biscuits, and he had eaten seven or eight of them on the way to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got to get to know your athletes and communicate with them to 
get to that point. And then every practice he comes in and says, Coach, where are the biscuits? <laughs> He's the best. That's great. So, and if you don't communicate, you don't, you don't, you don't get to that point where you can, you know, give them a nickname and and them accept it and it be okay. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of those, uh, you know, opportunities, you know, in the locker room before and after practice. And uh, if you communicate well, you get to know your kids, and get to know them well enough to be able to say, "Hey, this fits you," and they're okay with that. So, right. so I, I mean, those are two things that I've done over the years that. Um, uh, that worked well, um, you know, in the middle of a game or, or, or a match when kids come off the mat, have them come to me before they go either in the locker room and pitch a fit cause they got beat or celebrate with their mom up in the stands, you, you know, just come over and communicate with me. Hey, here, good, good job. Hey, it's okay. Yeah. If, if it was bad or, Hey, you should have won that one if it was real bad. Uh, but. You know, just have that time of communication right there on the spot. And I think that communication most of the time needs to be positive. It's like, it's yeah, like, when, it, for me, it's like, well, yeah, they know they got beat. They were out there. They they went through it. It's like, uh, you know, and I've I, there's a couple different schools of thought on this, but, uh, you know, I like to give instruction just because. Maybe that's just because it's natural to me. It's like it's it's just natural for me to for them to cut off the mat and be like, eh, you did this, you did this, you did this. But there's also another school of thought that that comes after they've cooled down. After you know, for my for 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 wrestlers after they've done their post match cool down or whatever they need to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, um, when when a kid strikes out, he knows he knows he stroke, he struck knows, out. Yeah, you, you don't have to say you, you struck out. He knows that. You but sw- there could be some instruction of. You know, hey, that your swing was here, your swing was there. He's probably not going to fix that before his next at bat. Well, and I think that's one of those things. Like when you give that instruction, that has to be uh, kind of based on the individual. That's why we grow the relationships. That's why we care about them. Because yeah, we, that's how we get lunchbox. Yeah, that's how we get lunchbox. We 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 figure we know you know this kid well enough to know. Hey, he comes off the mat. Any instruction, any technical advice I'm going to give is going to go one in one ear and out the other. Yes. He's not paying attention to any of that. I promise. Yeah, when Lunchbox was sitting on the bench crying, it didn't do me any good to give him. No. Hey, you uh, should have shot on him. <laughs> oh, really? Thank well, you. Well, I mean, you should have not ate all of those donuts. Yeah, that that's yeah, yeah. The, yeah. So, you know. you know, there is a time for that, but that that probably is not the moment where he's going to receive communication. And there might be some kids that are the complete opposite. They come off the mat, they're like, hey, what did I do wrong? What 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 did I do wrong? Yeah, and, Tell and me. that's, Tell you me. know, communicating to the point where the relationship's good enough where you know those things. By the way, Lunchbox, although he did, you know, have to wrestle 220 his freshman year, come in his senior year and was in the state finals at 160. Yeah, so he he put down the donuts for enough time to wrestle 160. <laughs> he went down weight classes. Every he year, did. So he did. Kind of got a hold on it. He did. So, and and I like to think, and I'm sure I, I probably am taking more credit for that than I deserve. But some of that was probably their communication that we had, and, and being able to communicate. Here, here's how you take care of yourself. Here's mm-hmm. and not just with him, but with his with his mom as well and mm-hmm. you know well and I, I think that has a lot to do with it i think it's also just experience you know we forget sometimes that these kids haven't gone through all the experiences that we've went through so for us the solution is like obviously if you eat enough donuts you're gonna weigh 220 yeah 
Well, and that goes back to assuming they know what we know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and part of part of coaching is understanding that if if they knew everything, they wouldn't need us as a coach. Yeah. If if yeah, exactly. So so understanding, hey, we got to communicate in order to coach them up. Um, you know, we're working with you know most I, most of the coaches who are listening to this. You're working with middle school and high school athletes. Um, that they're not elite yet they they don't know so we got to be able to figure out how to communicate what they need to know both to be a good athlete i think it's important to be a good player and i think those are two different things but also to be a good person one of the great benefits of playing sports is it it helps you be uh, a really good uh, adult so and and we got to communicate that all the way through. Coach T, anything else? I think it's good. It's a long one. It was a long one. A couple so of rabbit trails. If you if you set, had to sit in your driveway for like four minutes, we're sorry. Sorry about that. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> the rabbit trails make it fun. It makes they it do. Interesting. Hey, if you need to reach out to us, uh, Coach T is uh, T Perry at fca dot org. Yeah. And uh, I am at b Perry at fca dot org. Uh, hit up our website, kingsportfca.org. Uh, we're going to be posting some dates for camps on there uh, really soon because we want to get those out early. Uh, we'd love to hear from you if you love what we're doing on that kingsportfca.org. There's a donate button. Uh, you can throw us you know, a couple quarters uh, if you'd like to donate to the ministry. Thanks for uh, being with us here on the Intentional Coach Podcast. This is Coach Perry. So you wouldn't want to be you. Thank you for listening to the Intentional Coach Podcast, the place you can come every week to find your heart and soul in sports.